What up, y'all? It's sure oh, boy. That's irritating. You gotta move that. What? Your face keeps going in and out of the sun. Yeah. Stay right there. Don't move up again. I'm going to though. Well, close that a little bit. It's not. It's that side. Is that better? No, it looks exactly the same. Okay. It looks better for me. Okay, cool. <laughs> what up? This is your boy Dope Boy and Cav on stage. Cause... And this is another installment of Righteous. Wait, we, we should go to the. What is it? The right or the left first? The right. The right, because okay. it's righteous. And this is oh, another installment of Righteous and Righteous and Righteous. Oh, we should be preparing the new song today. We don't got Josh. Okay. Actually, right, so... let's just say this first. Okay. If you're listening to the podcast only, mm -hmm. it's going to sound a little different. Not bad, mm -hmm. but we are on location uh -huh. in Birmingham, Alabama, <laughs> because Doughboy is shooting his uh, Teddy vs. Doughboy this week, mm -hmm. so we cannot shoot on a regular Tuesday for the next two weeks. So in order to make sure you get your episode on Wednesday, we are shooting now. Yes. Okay, so... And shout out to the Patreons and the Right the Pack. The Right Pack. We love you guys. Um, we're almost up to 3,000 supporters. And when we get 3,000, we are going to pick one of them and fly them all expenses to L.A. Flight Hotel to have dinner with your boys with Doughboy and Kev lunch or dinner depending yeah. on schedule but a good meal though. a good meal with us uh and we'll pay for it yeah um also YouTube comments are messed up let's talk about that because see listen when we come on here a lot of times and you know we like hey man sign up for Patreon you know I, we read the comments when when they're available to read mm -hmm. uh people are like oh we don't want to pay okay listen YouTube we understand as creators and for you guys as consumers part of the most engaging thing about watching a podcast like ours you get to comment you get to tell me how stupid i sound you get to tell him how fat he looks whatever you want to do so when they take the comments away that's not us the that's youtube them. has the momo challenge mm -hmm. the pewdiepie thing because of that uh massacre and the guy who said subscribe to pewdiepie before mm -hmm. he shot people right they are they are having something to do with the comments where a lot of creators i have no control don't no. was like kev do this to turn them on I was like, though, I've tried everything. I've been There's going back and forth with YouTube. I don't know why the comments are off. But on Patreon, you just post a YouTube link and there's... You can a, have a comment section. All under, type And the comment comments. section be lit. It be there. the litest there. So, so listen, if that's something that you still would like to do, and we want you to do it. Trust me, we love the engagement. Sign up for Patreon. It's $5 a month. Mm -hmm. You'll get two episodes a week. Full-length yeah. episodes. We don't shortchange you. Plus other exclusives. So like like last week's one gotta go. Come on, is uh, producers, uh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. No, uh, yeah, Dr. Dre. Kanye West. Kanye West. Pharrell. Pharrell. Timberland. And Timberland. And it's one a of doozy. those gotta go. Mm -hmm. And you gotta. We're not even putting the one gotta goes from the bonus episode out anywhere else right. anymore because we felt like you know what only the bonus people get that. Right. So if you want that, and also in that episode we talked about. Um, what did we talk about in the last week's bonus episode? Uh, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar um, should shed his mouth. Absolutely. And Doughboy said Michael B. Jordan's a bad actor. I did. I he did. said I'm sorry. that. And that's kind of right sometimes. We talked about that for a good 30 minutes yes. before we did the one gotta go. So for $5 a month, you get another episode a week, right. four episodes a month. And other bonus content, exclusive content, stuff released before other people get to see it. And, and that's, all that's, that. That's the type of the vibe that we're on is that we got to create our own platforms to where we don't have people You know what? That leads us things. to my next thing. Yes. I know. We'll talk about the way last thing okay. in a second. Yeah. Because a couple weeks ago, I told you guys that no Asian wanted to sign me. Mm. Okay? Um, after that. Mm. Interesting. Plot twist. Plot twist. boy. Agency. Big agency. Mm. One of the big ones. Agency is, X is what we'll call it. Agency them. X. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
but not for the 95ers. Agency mm -hmm. X pulled up and was like, we want to sign you, okay? And we family, so I can tell y'all. I can't release the name, right. but I'll tell y'all that. I wonder if they heard the podcast and that's why they reached out. Do you think so? Or it just was I don't know. coincidental timing? I don't know. Could okay. be could be coincidental okay. timing. Got, got. So they were like, so when I had the meeting with them, here's here's there's a couple things that made the decision. Uh -huh. One, when I had a meeting with them, it was pretty obvious that you know, like in the cartoons when they the, the you got the wolf and they're like licking their chops. Uh -huh. <laughs> they saw that I did a tour by myself last year. And by myself, I mean no sponsor, no promoter, no agent. Yeah. And I did this tour, no sponsor, no promoter, no agent. When you're dangling out 15% of that much revenue and potential revenue for the future of somebody who's been figured out how to do that much work without them, they're like, oh, snap. Because I thought about this a lot. Me and Melissa talked about it at length. Uh -huh. And I'm like, anybody worth their weight in agency sees someone dangling 15% in front of them, all uh -huh. I got to do is take over something that is easy Already running, right. Yeah, so that was the first thing. I realized they want to take 15% for doing no work, Absolutely. right? And 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to put together a tour like that because mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had no way to route it or talk to these many churches. Like, thanks to the internet and the Lord, mm -hmm. I'm able to do that. But God. But God. Mm -hmm. Second thing, my wife was off it. Mm -hmm. She was like, Kev, I think we got it. Like, my dad... Remember what my dad said. He said a word. You're an agent. Mm -hmm. And then one of my boys was signed and he was like, he was signed to that agency. And he was like, nah, nah. we like, we don't, we, we shouldn't do that at all. Right. Mm -hmm. So then a couple people in the industry who we know were like, Kev, I'm signed to an agent. And they're like, what you need to do is do what Kev's doing. And then I could wow. more than likely book you. So I said all that to say, we are. We off that. I felt like Willy Wonka at the end of uh, Charlie Chocolate Factory when he was like, good day, sir. You get nothing. Like, I feel like you were trying to take food out of my kid's mouth. Absolutely. Like, you want and you turn to a different people, a oh. different person when you think somebody's trying to take money out of your children. Oh, children's. you get nothing. Right. Good day, sir. Like, that's right. how I felt. And I kind of felt like, because, you know, you know, we always talk about our faith and stuff and different things. I kind of felt like sometimes God speaks louder than others in certain situations. And I kind of feel with that situation... He was just like, come on! Like, almost like how the mom was at Home Alone. Come on! My dad was, was saying that. He was you. like, is an agent going to get you... Did an agent get you on Good Morning America and the Wendy bro, Show and bro. completely viral in negotiations with uh, Frito-Lay? Might, might be some big things coming from that, too. Yes. I don't know if you want to let it all the way out the bag. No, but, I ain't going to let it all, but, right, but, but, but they reached out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Conversations yeah. are happening. And, and my dad's point was, like, why disrespect God? That's... And and then the thing that I was thinking about after I had the conversation, like I, it was amazing that once I once I was resolved, I was resolved because they're like, "Do you want to just come in and hear one more pitch?" I'm no, like, nah. No. And I'm gonna tell you why. What could an agent do that God could not do? I want to piggyback on that for one second. Then I want you to finish your point. You're gonna make I've that been, pig die, though. I've been <laughs> I've been saying this lately. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast. I've said it in conversations with people that I care about. And I think I've, I definitely think I said it to you. I think I said it to you, Melissa, when we were eating dinner one day. Um, we have to stop handcuffing God. Bro. Like, when you really think about how dope God is, like, when you, just think about that. Just think about that notion. The fact of, if we're believers and we just be like, man, God created this world, that tree over there, that fish that's swimming mm -hmm. in that ocean, our digestive system, which is so complicated. Yeah. God can do all these things. But then we'd be like, man, I want to be a millionaire. And then you just think that that's too hard for God to do? It ain't. It's not. <laughs> like, he gives us so much and so many things. Like, we got to stop putting these limitations that don't exist on God. Yes. Like just throw, and I've learned that the most yes. since I quit my job. I quit my job and was like, I'm going to have to drive Uber 
six hours a day during the week and 10 hours a day on the weekend. And I was totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. God stepped in like, you know, Never this is even what you did it didn't want. Once. Didn't do it once. God was like, no, this is what you're going to do. What so he I, gave you the idea for was for the, for the, Patreon. the Patreon. That was your come on, come idea. Oh, man. Ah, I'm still so annoying. <laughs> but no, seriously, though. So that's just, and now that I'm starting to see that, it's like, now that my, my mind has changed, like, bro, Kevin on stage studio is going to be, that's why, like, bro, I have no, yeah. I, when I talk to you now, I'm like, I'm going to write our movie. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to go out Buddy and Connie audition. Buddy Kevin Doe. I don't want to go out and audition for other people's for stuff. what? I never, and this is one thing that soured me on that. I don't know if I, I think I told you this a long time ago. I went for an audition for a pretty popular TV show a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing the, 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 the sides or whatever. And the character's name was T-Dog. And I, I just remember in my mind thinking, is that what they think black people are calling each other in urban neighborhoods, T-Dog? And then just even the lines and the way they talk, I'm like, I don't talk like this. So I say that to say, it's time for us to start putting our voice out on things. Yeah. And I'm 100% with you on the, we off that movement, man. The middleman is dead. And you know what else we off? What we off. Being fat? Fatness. Okay, so let's talk about let's it. Oh, let's we're the, let's, gonna let's, talk about it. Let's give the people some context. Because I know a lot of times we can say stuff, and I know I'm always coming off as a loose cannon. Listen, if you guys follow us on social media, you are now understand what's going on. There is an official Doughboy versus Kevin weight loss challenge. What this and challenge... And loosely to hear, but... And loosely to hear, He's but, more of a side bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. A big side, but, you know. But, so how it runs down is this. I'm currently at 315 pounds. Kevin is currently at 250 pounds. I said by my 40th birthday, which is August 21st, I will weigh less than this man. And he was like, oh, he scoffed at me and was just like, ah, scoff, ah, ah. scoff, and what? Scoff. <laughs> and basically, he was just like, there's no way. It's, you have a better chance in marrying Regina Hall tomorrow, and you know he don't believe that. So I said, all right, man, run it up, because I have that type of blind faith. This is what he don't understand. This is the same type of mindset I have when I do a lot of things. When I move to L.A., when I do different things, when I quit my job, I don't turn it off and on. So that is the official bet. I'm going to weigh less than this bag of goo. Now, mind you, <laughs> mind you, huh? Doughboy's, my skin looks great right there. Doughboy's right. good bet. Doughboy's, oh! nah, nah, <laughs> Doughboy's good bet would have been in a four-month period or five-month period. Five months. I'm going to lose more weight than you. Huh? I'm going to lose a percentage of you. I work out more days consistently than you. But being who he is. I don't know how to have chill. He don't know how to have chill. None. He said, I'm going to weigh less. So I have a, first of all, and also, let me just say this. Mm. I'm not nearly as good at math in my head mm. as you are. Yeah. I was like, I got an 85-pound head start on you. You're already Melissa was like, that was 65. 65. I was like, 65. Yeah. And you have to also think about the fact that. I'm bigger than you, so it's going to come off faster. At no, the I actually gave you that. Right. I gave and, you 20 off the rip. By, the, by uh, my birthday in May, Oh yeah. I you're probably going to be down 25. Pounds. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's just because that's how my but body But what works. you're not factoring in that now I'm on is tour. who I am. Oh, yeah. Who you are, too. Now, you can believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, and here's what I think <laughs> about me and you. You and I probably have equal amount of faith in ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Oh. Say we're two heavyweight boxers. You mm -hmm. the heavier of the weights, <laughs> right? When you go to fight that dude, mm -hmm. each man thinks he's going to win that. Absolutely. There's no way in the world mm -hmm. he can beat me. I'm going to knock him out. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell that boxer 
that he's not gonna win. Yeah. Everybody says you're crazy, whatever. You know, and that's where we're at with Absolutely. that. Like Buster Douglas, Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson, and maybe no one, and probably actually mm -hmm. with that fight, right. literally no one in the world right. thought Buster Douglas would win. And he even got a video game off of that, and it was never the same. Right. But be that as it may, nobody believed until he got knocked out. However, someone has to lose. Somebody got to lose. And I told Doughboy, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I moved to L.A. just by myself. People told me I was crazy. I moved to L.A. with a wife and two children and no job. Okay. So who has more faith? It's not more or less. Right. We it's, equally we, we is out of our mind. Faith. You, I mean, you're, equally is out of our mind. You, we're actually very more alike than we would like to give ourselves credit for. You went on publicly and said, you know what? Last year I sold 686 tickets in Chicago. This year, 10,000. <laughs> you don't know how to turn it off either. I, <laughs> that I, was, we're just wired like and that. And I'm wildly exactly. competitive. <laughs> exactly. I know that. Wildly competitive. And, and, and let me let me let them in on this other little nugget of information so y'all don't think I've lost you my mind completely. This. Listen this. This is what happened. About a year ago, we were in About we were both ago. walking at we were both working at All Dev Digital. Yeah. Me and we we're just being the competitive guys we are. I'm just like, ah, ah, ah I can do 35 push-ups. He's like, there's no way you can do 35 push-ups. I said, all right, I'm gonna show you. I get down there, I start banging them out. Literally. Boom, boom, no, no, no. Boom. We bet $200. $200. On it. $200. And this was at a time my money was funny. <laughs> money was Dave Chappelle. Hilarious. <laughs> so I'm banging them out trying to get this 200 <laughs> I get to 27 Now it's ooh, 28 ooh, 29 But you're still knocking and them out. And I'm still knocking them out. I get to 34 and, and dropped. And I sometimes I told him this. I think it made a little bit more sense. I hear his voice in my head sometimes. In the video. When he was just like, yeah, that body got heavy. And I, I, it drives me crazy to know I was that close and I still had it in me. You absolutely. And I just mentally gave up. You gave up. And that's why I'm like. And I had my hand in my pocket. You I was, was about like, well. to give it up. And I told myself, that's one of my biggest fears, to get to the one-yard line and fumble. And I said, mm -hmm. if, I, if he ever puts me in that situation again, the outcome will be different. I didn't even go to challenge. I'm just talking my crazy talk. And then we got to challenge each other because we're competitive. So that's where we are. So, so don't would pick. like you to choose. Team Righteous for Kev. If you think I will win. Team Righteous. If you think I'm going to win, Team Ratchet. And a lot of you have been expressing concern. Like, I want to get in this too. Let us, man, post your videos. I'll repost a video. If you want to lose weight, you want to do what we're doing, we're a family. We're going to do it together. But it's officially on every week. I'm going to be giving my updates. Kev don't want to give his every week. He'll do his monthly. I can do it weekly. Every two, every My thing is this, though. I'm okay. not, my health, my weight loss part of it is mm -hmm. just to beat you. <laughs> but I'm not, like, in the sense of, like, if I don't lose, you know, like. But no, but be honest. Be what? honest, though. What? 215 is a very real serious goal for you. Absolutely. So you do want that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we can do weekly weigh-ins. Weekly weigh-ins. What do you want to do? Every, every, every Wednesday? Every Wednesday. Okay, you bring up, pull up, buy a scale. I have a scale. Take it to the office. Okay. Okay, we'll there. weigh it in at the office. Every week. Every Wednesday. Well, starting next and week. Betting $1,000. Uh, we can't do it this week. but We can't do it for like two weeks now. But, but we'll April. Get on. April, we Starting are. in April, we'll do the, now the, the challenge is starting now. Mm -hmm. But starting April, we'll do the weigh-ins because we'll be back to shooting in the office. Right. Okay? Now, you know what, though? Right. Speaking of getting up there in age, mm -hmm. you're 40, almost 40. I'm 36. I am almost 40. That was always a joke before. Yeah, right? I'm almost 36. Right. I'll be 36 in about six weeks. Part mm -hmm. of the reason I'm having my Chicago show, May 24, mm -hmm. 10K shy. Pull up. Stop getting, either have your face okay, in the light or out of it. But listen, one of the things about aging mm -hmm. 
is performance in what? the bedroom. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of the things most men are afraid of is lacking the ability to perform. And the thing about it is, it's taboo. I don't yeah. want to talk about, you know, I mean, even my boy, man, I, I can't get it up like I want to. Yeah. Listen. Sitting over here with the gummy worm. With the gummy <laughs> worm. I've never heard that, actually. But uh, that, is, that is actually a fear of mine. Like, being able to be like, that's the worst. When my kids finally move out, my right. wife was like, come on, get this. And I was like, but I cannot get <laughs> I cannot, I, I, I would not do I this. get it, but I cannot get <laughs> So if that is an issue for you, I have got a solution for you. And I have used said solution. This is oh. Blue Chew. Blue okay. Chew. Bluechew.com. Okay. Like the color blue. Listen, it's going to increase your performance and give you that extra confidence in bed. Now you listen this. Listen. Okay, you can take them twice a day. Uh, I'm sorry, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and they're chewable. They work mm -hmm. up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. You know how it is. Sometimes we you just pop up. <laughs> spontaneity. Hello. And I would like that. So I use this uh, Valentine's Day. Uh -huh. And let me tell you what. And being on tour, uh -huh. it's been hard. Uh -huh. Okay, you come on tour. I come home on Monday. I'm exhausted. Right. And Melissa's like, hey. <laughs> you want some? I will like it. I And listen, man, it don't take that long. Right. See, I ain't going to hold you. Right. I'm going to be there right when you need it. So listen. You can need this for your performance. By the time you get married, there's no telling where you'll be. Yeah. You know, you're going to have a, a, a difficult time. <laughs> but if you have any trouble, right. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door mm -hmm. in a discreet package. You know, you got a roommate for now. Mm -hmm. So no, you know, no, 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 no way you have to worry about like, hey, man, what is this? This guy right. ain't got it together. That's not your business. Right. And you don't have to go to in-person doctor visit. No waiting in the pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. Made in USA. And it ships directly to you, okay? So how do you get it, Kev? You visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special code RR. RR. Just pay $5 <laughs> for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code RR to try it for free. RR. Better, cheaper, faster choice. And we, we just want to thank them for sponsoring mm. the podcast. Okay? Okay. We'll never lead you wrong. Never. We love you. Okay. So, so now we've got the Wave Channel well. thing. So we, we know what it is. Agent. Oh, and one more thing about Chicago. Yes. My birthday show. I'm having a birthday party in Chicago. That's on May 3rd. That's is it a thing this year? A 90s R&B party. Okay. So I can dress up as you can dress Coolio? up as the number zero in 90. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but the 10,000-seat show is my birthday show. Come on. That's May 24th. Mm -hmm. If you live in the Chicago area, you want to. it's going to be the biggest show we've ever had. Come on. You can believe that. Talk to them. Listen and to this. also, a lot of people are coming from out of town. Girl hit me and said, hey, my church from New York is coming. We just want to be there. This is going to be like that is, moment. We want this to be that moment. Like, I was there when it switched for Kev, right. when I went, he went from 680 seats to 10,000 seats. So, mm -hmm. so I'd love for you to pull up. Pull up. If you're in the air, take make it a ride. Trip. Yeah, make it a trip. The tickets are only $10. The Love right. Hour tickets are $20. Mm -hmm. If you can't pull up and you want to donate, you can, you can donate and buy tickets. Put in the first name, donate. In the last name, donate. At the Gmail or the email section, put 10kshy mm -hmm. at, at gmail.com. That's 10kchai, C-H-I, at gmail.com. And we're partnering with some groups in Chicago 
advocacy group, people who work with at-risk youth, high school, colleges to give away a lot of these tickets for free so you can support. So you can say, I wasn't there, mm -hmm. but I sponsored 10 kids. All right? So anyway. It's a big moment. Big. Oh, I, you'll I, be I'm there. Gonna, I'm going to give you congratulations in advance because it's going to happen. Us. I need your help, too. Yeah, it's going to happen. So let's so, talk about Cardi. Cardi O'Connor. Oh, that's not how it goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> how do you do it? Oh, I don't want to prove that do I it. can do it. Do it. Let me see. Oh, oh my God, Jesus! I told you. you, you right. thought? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So apparently, now for one, I am starting to become livid with the amount of scrutiny Cardi B receives. As, I feel like she can do no should. wrong in yeah. my eyes. Um, so that's just that's personal aspect. Yeah. Um, apparently what happened recently... Where she can do no wrong? She can do no, not, oh, she has done no wrong She so has far. done no wrong. Okay, got it, got it. She, you know, she's somebody who kind of kept her dream going, like, and she's very transparent in who she mm -hmm. is. She doesn't hide anything, and I just love her for the person that she is, so... You don't care that she took Offset back? I'm glad that she took Offset back. Yeah, I, we, we, we talked about that. We love Offset. On offset, bonus episode. Uh, we did, we and offset, offset is officially back, so, you know, he's a really, really well-spoken guy. Love it. When you, when you Love so him. we we misjudged him. Why well, did it, at least? Um, so well, with, the thing is, he he owned up to it. And that's he what owned it. I'm big with accountability. Mm -hmm. So apparently, big period, shut up. Um, people came for um, Cardi B because she trademarked the O'Connor, and so she was just and so she went on her her typical rant like, "Yo, y'all mad because I'm out here getting a bag." Did like, you see anybody coming for her though? No, people were coming for her. What, what were they saying? Like, how dare you try to trademark something like that? People were like... Why? Well, look, what's wrong with trademarking that? I don't... Because people are just dumb. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. so, let's just talk about just the genesis of it. So, her trademarking her slang. I, I'm actually for this. I feel like us as as creators and, you know, really, you know, of, of ethnicities, we, we really have a huge... <laughs> creators uh, of ethnicities. No, it's creators and ethnic... Eth us... People of color, listen. We really, <laughs> we really push the needle on the culture. Yes. Just like with like, I it angers me when I see Fortnite do the Block Boy oh, JB man. dance, and you ain't get that guy a check. So man. I feel like they just take as much as they can for free, and they don't ever have to pay. Yeah. So I think that that's a boss move mm -hmm. that she is taking something that she created, yep. patenting it, yep. and making money off of it. What yeah. say you, Kevin? I listen. One thing Cardi B seems to understand mm -hmm. is that her career, any any of the of our careers, can mm -hmm. have a limited shelf life. Absolutely. So you know, is she Missy Elliott or is she? Um, I'm trying to think of who is a woman rapper who was more like Flash in the Pan, who kind of um, had a short Queen Pen. Don't even know who that is. So oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, or you can even say thing? like a Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Okay. okay. Is she Missy Elliott or, or Eve or Nikki or is she Foxy Brown? Right. You don't know. Because remember when Foxy came out, she was hot. She was hot. Eve for was two hot. summers. You know? Yeah, right? So Cardi B is, is working on her second summer. Mm -hmm. So first step in this game, get as much as you can mm -hmm. while you can. Mm -hmm. Get okay? it all. Because you never know when people are going to turn on you. You never know... Um, um, Whatever could happen, she could right. get canceled. You know that that's always looming. Mm -hmm. Or people could just be like, "All right, we kind of off, off that." Because Nikki, I don't feel like Nikki necessarily did anything. Well, she just, I think people, everybody just, has their run, and yeah. then it's just like we're off. You. Know? She could be Ja Rule. Remember Ja Rule had people, three or four people, summers. We gotta stop talking about Ja Rule like he's just a punchline. Yeah, because Ja Rule thing, was really great when he was great. He that's that's the point I'm making. Yeah, okay. Is that we he's now a punchline. Right. But if you weren't around oh two, oh three. What would I be without my baby? He was on Starting It like was not a joke. Monster. It was he yeah. made music that people 
absolutely love. So only good, bro. Michael Buffer, Michael Buffer. Um, what? what Let's get ready to rumble, bro. Million. Well, you, you, yours would be like, let's get ready for gumbo. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were going to say. I never would have thought it would have been that. Let's get ready for gumbo. You know, I'm going to tell you this, and I mean this. Natural funny thing, like naturally funny people, you're top three hey, in man. my life. Hey. You are that was very awesome. funny. <laughs> Thanks, man. I always go back to that. I never give you a straight up high really? five. Yeah. Really? Uh, <laughs> being funny, it seems so easy to you. Thanks, man. It means a lot you to me coming from you. You never seem to think you, it never looks like you were trying. Like, did you, did you know you were going to say Gumbo? I didn't know you were going to say Michael Buffett. I just knew I was going to have to say. Michael Buffer. <laughs> You're hungry. <laughs> we just ate the room service right there. <laughs> That salmon right here is right here. That was fire, too. It was. You feel me? But no, I just, I, you know what I do? I just, it'd be so much going on in my head sometimes. I just yeah. be having fun with it, man. But that means a lot. Thank you. So anyway, Appreciate you're you. welcome. Thank you. Um, I um, think that's one of the reasons this podcast works. Right. Because you're just very funny. Right. But anyway. You are funny as well. I, I think Cardi, what I really wish Cardi B could do, I wish she could have the same conversation I had with Melissa, which is... The five percent versus the ninety-five. Because she does put a lot of stake into that five percent. She and I, but, but she's a woman, and no, that's no shade to no, women. It's not even that. It's not even that. Her five percent of people who dislike her, mm. maybe more than five percent, and it's also louder. Yeah. Because she has what twenty, thirty million on the gram. Right. Five percent of that, you're the mathematician. Yeah. That's a lot more than my six hundred thousand on the gram. You know, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. The amount of people saying they don't like you has got to be louder. And I think that we all we we don't really give that enough credence in life that nobody wants to be disliked or have mean things said to them. No, like that's when, whenever I talk about that experience about me getting booed at Southern, it's not so much that I had a bad set and people didn't like it. It's the fact that I'm sitting there, the light is on me. There's four thousand people and they're all agreeing you <laughs> suck, and the way they say it, boo. Boo is supposed to be a scary word. People, you go to a haunted house, boo, it's scary. It's scary when you're on stage, they say it too. That's the thing about it. Like, nobody wants to be at the mercy of a bunch of other people saying mean things to you. I've three, 4,000 people. Bro, it hurts. It, first of all, not only does it hurt, oh my. yes, it feels like way more Absolutely. than that. It feels Absolutely. like the whole, and that's what I was talking about that mm -hmm. from a friend of mine. Like, there's people who got dragged on the internet, like, and they had to go to therapy and things it's, like that because it feels like everyone is against you. It starts to feel, and this is the thing. It's one thing to be booed. Yeah. That's an ISO situation. You're there. These people are there. You leave. I'm not talking about, like, millions of people going into comments saying terrible things yeah. about you. And, like, that was the thing, like, when she was kind of going on her back and forth thing with Nicki Minaj. Like, people, like, Nicki Minaj's fans have a reputation for saying some of the most vile, disgusting mm. things if you upset their leader, which is Nicki Minaj. So I'm saying this, her as a woman who just came off of having a child at the height of her yeah. career, she's probably just sensitive to these things. And then, you know, she comes from such opposition. It's so difficult yeah. to become a female rapper, to be respected amongst the men. She did all of that just to fight to get here. And it's like, we still just keep looking for things to discredit her. Mm -hmm. She didn't, I, I don't, she's a very strong person. I don't know that I could be I, as strong I, as Cardi B. That's tough. I, I I'm going to tell you very what tough. I think I would have to do. So, you know, when like, uh, athletes have a rough time, like they, like say you're LeBron, right? Right. Who just got eliminated from the playoffs for the first, first time. in like 
15 years. We should talk about that too. Let's we'll, put we'll a pin in there. Let's talk about put that. Put a pin in there. Okay. Um, they just turn it off. Yeah. Like turn the comments off. Like if they don't turn the comments off, like they just stop right. talking about it. I was talking to Issa about this a little bit. Um, I don't know if you remember that she got like, I don't want to say canceled, but. About the, the Asian men. Yes. Asian men. Twitter came be, for her right. for a little bit. And I hit her up. Off of one like, quote. Off of one quote. It was mm -hmm. maybe two or three days the internet mm -hmm. was kind of after. It's mostly Twitter than, mm -hmm. than anything. And I was like, have you seen it? She was like, man, I've been on social media for months. Like, like. Maybe, let me give you a pops too. I'm going to just tell you in there. I know you weren't even thinking about this nugget. I wanted to, this was at the time we were still at all deaf. I wanted to go sketch and, and oh, have a joke. Yeah. No. Cam sent him straight in the face. Uh, no. I absolutely not. <laughs> he was like, no. no. I was like, but bro, it's funny as hell. He was like, Forever I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I, I respect that I about you. Because I was like, okay. Adore Issa <laughs> Rae. You do. She is, first of all, she cast me. The first thing mm -hmm. I ever got, the first audition I ever got in L.A. She's cast you as the auntie in that gospel play that she did, right? Aunt Thea. You were Thea. I forgot about that. You you owe her so much. I don't know why I expect you to say really complimentary <laughs> things. I was just That'd like, be the funny thing. About the choir. No, the choir. It wasn't that at all. Uh, right. But what she has built, and it's not a right. short amount of time, because I'm going to tell you how I found out about Issa. I don't know if you mm. know this story. Uh, my boy, Lul, a uh, college friend of mine, genius. Mm. His name uh, is Lul? Lul, L-U-L-L. -L. He's um, Ethiopian. Okay. Lul, Mengesha, Forky, and there's like more names, but those are the only three I remember. He was like, have you ever seen this thing called Awkward Black Girl? And I was like, nah. I pulled up to, I was at his house for, I don't know, we were kicking or something like that. This is back when you were still in Seattle? Yeah, he owned his house at the time. He was like 20, whenever Awkward Black Girl came out. Okay. He had already owned his house for a couple of years. This mm. dude bought his house, rented it out to his friends mm. to where he didn't have to pay for the mortgage. Oh, wow. And just own his house. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, man, cut. You got to with an apartment. And no, no, I own a house, okay. too. Right. But I had my wife's income. Right, like, right. He was just like, he self -made. basically was like, I'm going to do the same thing that people do, but I'm going to buy the house. And right. then rent it out to my friends, as opposed to us renting it out from whoever the owner is. Gotcha. But anyway, he was like, have you seen this thing called Awkward Black Girl? And he showed me the first episode, and I was just like, oh, my God. This is the best thing ever. I watched mm -hmm. all the episodes and been a fan of hers ever since. But... She just was like, nah, I'm off that. And like, so, you know, I always talk about the, um, how people don't get my Ask a series. Mm -hmm. One thing I tried last week, I just posted and I didn't go look at the comments on any other platform. And you just felt just you, Well, YouTube disabling the comments and having no control. I was just like, hmm. Like, I just didn't look at them, posted on Instagram, posted on Facebook where the comments are still available. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't look at them. And it was like, maybe people are mad. Maybe they're not. It I does have look. an effect on people. I mean, I yeah. know we've told this story. I'll just blush by it quickly. But a couple years ago, 2016, I was up 8 o'clock in the morning texting you and John at All Deaf because of the comments that were being left about, like, we don't have a, a large no, no, enough... No, no. On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. You didn't say that. On Thanksgiving the Day. The company's behind Teddy. <laughs> Russell posted Teddy's video song. I'll be like, paragraphs. Like, like, bro, happy Thanksgiving, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, who cares? But that's the thing. But my point of what I'm saying is we care as people about yeah. what people are saying. As people We don't have care. a large enough of a sample size to just be like, oh, what these people are saying don't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Especially we're artists and we're sensitive. And that's the next thing I will say. We're all regular us. people. Where, like you were saying about yeah. the boot, everybody cares. Mm -hmm. But then as a creator, you want oh. people to understand you and get your work and when oh. they don't it's even more double and then you're human yeah. you know i absolutely respect her and shout her out 
for so shout out to Cardi B. You know, we're gonna give at least one shout out in this episode for just doing her thing. And I hope that she does it. I hope she has shirts that says "Oh Kurt." I hope that she gets as much money. I hope they put it in a video game. I hope every time. So I hope that she overcharges everybody for what they did to the mm. Cold Crush. That's a Jay Z line. Mm. Yeah. So shout out to Cardi B, and um, she just can do no wrong to me. She's. I love her. Love I her. I love her. Moving right along. Is it time for the? Uh, okay. Um, there's been no secret. I have made this very, very uh, open about myself. Mm -hmm. I got a new bed recently. You understand me? What's this, week two now? Week two. I'm sleeping better. You, you see my, my beard is coming in more fuller. I got a part in my hair. The barber didn't even do that. That's all <laughs> from this mattress. You understand me? Purple mattress. But I've not been in all seriousness. I've been sleeping better. Uh, my workouts have been going better. I've been dreaming more. Is that real? I'm not kidding. That's really? not even because of nothing. You know what that means, though? What? That means you are getting more deep sleep. Really? When you go into REM, most of your dreams happen. That's why your body doesn't move uh -huh. around. More of your dreams happen when you're in REM sleep. So if you're not getting to REM, it means you're usually not getting I, that deep sleep. And I that's think, the sleep that makes you feel the most rested. And that's what I was saying, too. I was like, you know, I could just sleep for five hours and feel like I slept all night now. So you basically have been really used to getting poor sleep for years. Years. And I'm telling you, I had even attributed it to drinking. I had even thought to myself, I just can't drink because I had a terrible childhood. No, it's just a bad mattress. <laughs> so, so simple as a bad mattress. Exactly. So with that being said, the purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've experienced because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that I have been used to. Mm -hmm. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable. So it sleeps cool. Now. What do you get if you go get this? Because I want everybody that listens to Rice and Ratchet to have the same amount of quality REM sleep that I've been getting. So what can you get to do this? Now, you get a 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a 100% refund, mm -hmm. a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty and free shipping and returns, okay? Now, you're going to love Purple. And right now, to all of our listeners, you can get a free Purple Pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text RR, RR to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text RR, RR to 84888. That's RR, RR to 84888. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. But seriously, all, you know, I, mean, I know that we, you know, we put the advertisements in the middle of these things. But understand that we only pick products that we believe in and this bed is amazing this mattress i would not lie to you for once do you want moving right along moving right so, along. i i have very strong views about this next topic because i feel like this young brother is so young he didn't even realize he was hating and going against the bro code when he did what he did sway lee of ray sherman fame yeah, what that guy. Uh, so basically, he was his girl. Now, mind you, I have adapted a new philosophy in life. Okay. Everything you say or do, mm -hmm. act as if somebody's watching because I they probably like are. So, they probably are. And that's why I keep telling people you better be comfortable with the person that you are because eventually... We're all going to find out what kind yeah. of person you are. With that being said, Sway Lee's ex-girlfriend videotaped a conversation, had him on speakerphone, and then recently released this. Mm -hmm. Now, in the conversation, he was trying to beg to get her back, and he was just like, oh, why don't you just rock with me? I thought she was going to be my wife. 
saying all the type of stuff that dudes say to get their girl back. Now, I'm assuming he probably got caught cheating. I know him and his girl have had a turbulent past, to say the least. So he's sitting there trying to get her back and, oh, I thought you would be this, I thought you would be that. But then where he goes against the grain, he starts throwing his homeboy's names into the mix. Who did he throw in? Gucci Mane. Yeah, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane wasn't doing nothing. He was smashing all these other different girls when he, before he got with Keisha. I think he dropped T.I.'s name. He was, oh, did he really? He was, I don't want to say that he dropped T.I.'s name. If I, I, I heard sure. Gucci. I don't know. So let's just say Gucci because I know for sure he, for sure. he said Gucci's name. I know he said other rappers, but we'll just say Gucci because I can remember for sure. Bro, Sway, youngster, you don't do that. Let me just tell you because I actually enjoy your music. I think, and I've actually met you. I met him on Wild Out. Cool guy. You never have to speak about another man in your dealings with a woman. Mm-hmm. I've learned that at a very young age. Like, not to get a woman, not to try to take her from a guy. You ain't got to say nothing about a guy, especially if you messed up. You don't need to reference other men being infidelity, infidelitous, infidelgual. Committing adultery. Committing adultery. So cheating. You don't need to reference other people doing that. What did you have to say about this, Kev? How did you? You also don't have to cheat on your girlfriend. That's. I am getting so tired of (laughs) dudes cheating. Basically, what he said. If you really think about it, though, he basically said, "Why don't you let me cheat in peace? Let me cheat on you like these guys got to cheat on their girlfriend." (laughs) You see how they ended up? She got a rock at the end. I mean, God, let me cheat on you, and later on in life. I'll feel bad. I'll finally stop cheating on you. I'll be faithful. But you just keep bringing it up. Let me cheat without repercussion or consequences. And don't bring it up. You see Gucci Man and Keisha Kodawar? I don't know how her... (laughs) You see Gucci, don't you? You see Gucci, don't you want to get... My thing about it is this. Why is it that it's often women have to hold you down... That always means you get to do whatever you want to do for as long as you want to. And whenever you're tired of it, then you start acting right. She has successfully held you down. Holding me down is never like I'm a good person. And like, Melissa you, held yeah, me that's down. what I was going to say. Holding you down is what Melissa has done for you for the past. Melissa held me down. And what right. I mean by held me down is right. for our entire, of our 20 year relationship and our 15, 15 year marriage, mm-hmm. never cheated on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got fired from my job mm-hmm. and she became the primary. Actually, well, she was already making more money than me. She just became way more the primary brand. Takes a real man to be able to admit that publicly. Yeah, I, I didn't start making more money than Melissa until mm-hmm. 2013. When I started working at ADD was the first time right. I made more money than her. The whole rest of the time. Because I was getting washed. Because you were also <laughs> stupid and like, hey, let's just give up the house, let it go into foreclosure and move to LA. Mm-hmm. She's much smarter than me. I was no much smarter <laughs> and I was nowhere near her in salary. Sometimes right. I was just like, I don't even want to talk about it. Right? <laughs> but holding me down is like, being there for you. Being there. Being not not being it. disrespected. Not being disrespected right. and taking advantage of you. Like help me become a better person as I help you become a better person. Exactly. And I held her down as well. Like right, right. it should be a mutual thing. Like holding me down is like, man, we ain't really got a lot of money right now, right. but we love each other. So we can't go to Jamaica. No, holding we can go to Portland for the weekend. One of the most impressive stories, because you you know, you told me a ton of stories about your uh you know, your marriage. I'm always inspired by it because you know I can't wait till I get married and can share that with a woman. You and but Regina this summer. Me and Regina, you already know. It's Regina coming. Regina, holla at your boy. But one of the most ins- inspiring stories you ever told me was when you guys first got married. And you guys, you were trying to go to a particular restaurant. You were just like, oh. Ruth's Chris. T- tell, that, tell them that because I want them to hear that. You listen to this. <laughs> Our honeymoon, 2001, mm-hmm. we went to San Francisco, California from Seattle because mm-hmm. that was about as far as we could get mm-hmm. with the amount of money we had. 
I was 21, she was 20. We had been to Vegas a couple times at the church, so we wanted to go somewhere we had, neither of us had been, but it wasn't like driving as close as Portland. Mm -hmm. So we went to San Francisco. I had paid for the hotel, mm -hmm. the flight, <laughs> and I had $480 for us the last four days. San Francisco. Mm -hmm. That's That was expensive even back then. First of all. Because that ain't nothing in Frisco. I didn't know. <laughs> now, in my mind, all I got to worry about is food. Right. Okay? 480 bucks ain't crazy, but mm -hmm. if we're just eating. We can eating, figure it out. It's, a, it's over 100 a day. Over 100 a day. A day we can figure some stuff out because I figured the hotel will either eat there or McDonald's is 10 bucks. Like, I'm right. literally thinking, like, luckily Melissa don't eat like that. Right. We can eat <laughs> 10, 15, 20 bucks for right. breakfast. Mm -hmm. uh, and at this time in our life, we didn't drink. So You're doing broke no, boy math. Broke boy math. Mm -hmm. For lunch. McDonald's again, something right. like that. Maybe two, not McDonald's, but maybe like uh, uh, like dim sum or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. spent like thirty or forty, right. and for dinner I got about seventy. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you when I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we could not afford to rent. A, I mean, not we couldn't uh, rent a car because we were too young. Right, right. So we had to catch a taxi mm. from the airport to the hotel. Now that's already gonna run. Because that was that was before Uber. Before Uber. Okay. Rush hour traffic. Ooh, and they charge you about a minute. Dough. We're on the freeway. This thing is already up to fifty-five dollars. I was like, Ugh. "That's that's three meals in your mind, Joe." No, <laughs> how will I eat? Right. This thing was eighty-five dollars. Ooh, so now so you got I'm a like, full, you got three ninety-five. And, and then the first thing I said in my house, my mind is like, "Okay, I got to at least have that much going back." Right. So now four eighty just became three ninety-five. Three, no, one eighty. You got to take one eighty out of it. Oh, because you got to get back. To oh, so, so I got what like three three oh five, a little bit more than 300? three hundred. Three ten, three ten. Okay, so and um, I think we went to see Alcatraz, some free stuff for entertainment. Like we weren't going to spend no money on that. So we go to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Right, I said we got enough money for one crazy meal. That's this whole four day trip. Three days. We can splurge it up once. One time, and she was like, "Bet we'll bring one nice outfit." Went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, and I'm talking now was the finest restaurant I ever been to. They said my name, took my name, and we sat us. Mr. and Mrs. Fredericks, would you come this way? We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> Go sit down at the meal. I mean, the table, look at the menu. Steak, $70. I'm like, just for the piece of meat. <laughs> and everything there is a la carte. I did not know that. Ah, so I have never know. been to a so place. So you thinking a steak come with two sides and some bread. Dope. That's just for the steak, bro. So I look at chicken breast. Yeah, okay. At a I'm steakhouse like, looking at chicken breast. <laughs> I go to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse to get a chicken <laughs> breast. Well, Where are your chicken fingers at? <laughs> so I'm looking at the chicken breast prices. And uh, this is like 45 bucks. For chicken breast? For chicken breast. 36, it was between 36.80 and 42.80. One for of those one? From one. So I'm like, okay, man, she get that, I get that. That's man, that's gonna be like a hundred with you. You hundred either way. I'm still gonna tip twenty percent, right? Because my dad taught me if you don't have enough money to give twenty percent, don't tip, go out. You don't have enough money to go. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this is my dad surprisingly told me the same thing. Yeah, my father's like, very different. Yes, <laughs> but they both taught us that thing. Okay. I said it's going, okay, it's going close. It's close, but we can get it. Right. So it's about a hundred bucks for me and her. Mm -hmm. So we ordered that, and they're like, okay, and what size do you want? I'm like, so I was like, what comes with it? They were like, oh, nothing comes with it. We're shareable sides here. I was like, what does what that mean? <laughs> well, you take a couple of those. These are like twelve eighty, so fifteen not, bucks, right? So if I get two, she gets two. That's another. That's another 50, 60, 70 60, 60, oh. with tip. Yeah, we're like, just give us another second with yeah. the menu. Oh, no problem, Mister French. We'll be right back. They went out there. I was like, listen. She's like, I know, I know. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that. See, so I'm like. There's a door out the side right there. We <laughs> All we drinking this water, yet. right? All we did is we didn't touch the bread yet because mm -hmm. we wasn't sure. Snuck out that door, mm -hmm. went around the corner, couple blocks, 
got two cheeseburgers Come on, and two milkshakes. Come on, man. It was eleven eighty, and and we ate that and see, at the time. And it was probably as probably the most delicious burger you had. Dope. Let me tell you something. And hold on before you go. Okay. When we went to Roos Chris on our ten year anniversary, oh you turned three hundred. You turned up. You had to. lobster mac. Right. Ste- Give me the okay, wait. steak. I feel like you got to go there for every big milestone. Just no, to we always did it a couple times, but then we we did it. We did it like two or three more times, but maybe twenty year. See, that's the thing that I always think is so dope about you guys' relationship. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you about this. Then we can definitely get back to the docket of stuff. But you know, with me, like you know, I'm thirty nine now. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm dating. You know, what I'm saying I'm, I, I try not to do nothing too seriously. But this is something that's so special about your story that just don't exist out here anymore. Yeah. So you had a woman with you that she understands what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. This is what we have. Mm-hmm. This is how we can maneuver and get out of here. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a woman not too long ago. And she just, we're just talking about if we want to date or whatever. Yeah. Her whole thing is, her whole philosophy in talking to me is, oh, well, you know, I want to be with a dude that helps get me better. I help, you know, get, get him right and... All these other, but like not in the sense of I'm down for you as you are right now. Right. Fix me, get me better, you get better, and then we can talk about it. I'm just like, but well, whatever happened, as far as just life in general. Oh, she's saying get yourself together. Get yourself together. Like, well, no. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's what I'm saying. Because what I'm saying is you weren't all the way put together at that time, mm-hmm. but your woman was with you and seen you for. He only we only got twelve dollars for this meal. We gonna figure this out. We'll mm-hmm. be good. The, the equivalent would have been with her being like, look. This isn't going to work. Get to yourself to a position where you mm-hmm. can afford to take me out here. Gotcha. Then we can recircle. Haven't and it's been just, dating yet. Exactly. So that's just the thing that's just so evasive out here. So what, is, what, are, what would you be looking for now? What would be a girl that you'd I, be like, okay, now this is who I can work with? I don't. Because I feel like me and Melissa are very different in that way. Right. Because we, we started with literally nothing, like 16 years old. And I think that's the benefit that you have to it. And Absolutely. I feel like every year that you get... And you ain't with that person, it makes it so much more difficult Absolutely. to find it and scale it against what I have yeah. versus what you have versus what we... When you're 16 and you... you know, nobody know nothing. When Literally. you're 39 and you got a 13-year-old daughter, it's, it's a different conversation. So, yeah. shout out to y'all, man. I just wanted to just give you props <laughs> for that. We just talk about got here, a man. shout out on the Righteous and Ratchet Absolutely. What else? On the party. So, with Sway Lee, I just felt like, bro, handle your own business. If you get caught up in this... And that's another thing I want to say about just men cheating in general. Because there are a lot of men cheating a lot of men out here cheating on their wives and their significant others. This is where I stand on this. Men, please just start being men. What does that mean? Learn how to communicate. There's no gun to your head. You don't have to be in a relationship with or a marriage with somebody if you don't. That's a totally voluntarily, voluntaristic, voluntary decision. So if I feel like you're cheating on somebody, you just have poor character. Yes. You don't have enough in you to look somebody in the face and say, this doesn't work for me. It would probably work with me and other people. I'm going to leave. As much mm-hmm. stuff as people give me for being in an 84-day marriage, mm-hmm. and, oh, you're so stupid, me, 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 me. I would never be a man. I can never be a man walking around here cheating on my wife. Right. To me, you're disrespecting yourself. You're disrespecting that woman, and you are disrespecting God, whom you took vows in front of. So just please stop. It's, it's so ludicrous to be like, let me cheat, and I'll stop eventually. This is you dumb. know what's better to say? I'm not mature enough to be in a relationship. Just with say you. that. You don't deserve this. I don't. I, I don't want to honor you. I right. don't want to respect you. I want to have sex with random people. And live and my life on married. my terms. So exactly. just go do that. You're I'm a in a rapper, relationship. I'm young and rich. I want to get an STD and, and a random baby. And it's totally understandable, bro. You're 22 years old. You're getting millions of dollars. Yeah. Maybe a 
a monogamous relationship isn't what you is monogamous what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe a monogamous relationship isn't what you want. Just say that. I'd have much more respect for him than saying, look, right. I I Donnell Jones did it. How did he Oh well I wanna be Yeah. There? That was a song about I don't want to cheat on you, so I'm a dip. But I respect I, it. I don't want to cheat on you, so I'm gonna I, I respect that. Because yeah. I feel like it's so disrespectful. What did he say right there? Sweet uh, dee 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 dee. Yeah, that's what he said. Whatever happened to Donnell Jones? Uh, he's probably where he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sway Lee, you're a good dude, man. I met you in person, man. No you're shout cool. out to Sway Lee. Yeah, but just chill, bro. And, and then in the event that you do get caught up, bro, just own it. You ain't got to be nobody else. Did you think Gucci Man really... What if his wife don't even know that oh, he was out knows. there living living that life? She knows. But now it's every the whole world knows. Like that, that Gucci Mane is not pleased. You're more on the <laughs> Gucci is not happy with the current state of events. You're more on the dry stitching thing. I'm more yeah. on the I mean you're not not on the cheating Right, thing, but, but it's just no but uh, but I'm always big on accountable. So if this just looks even weaker, it's, yeah. it's yes. weak for you to cheat. Yes. It's even weaker for you to talk about other cheaters as a no, solution it's to cheat, but it's also weak to it's, it, it's, it's even more weak in addition to yeah. by you referencing it's other the cheaters. Weakest. Yes, you're now the weakest link. Like, yes. You know. so, so spoiler alert. Spoil oh we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk we about both it. saw us. And if you have not seen us, stop now. Stop. Go Fast watch forward it. forward until we're talking At least about like fifteen minutes probably. On uh one gotta go. Right. Uh, because now, by now, it's Wednesday, right. and the, the internet rule is weekend. No spoilers until Monday. Right. And then all, I was reading a lot of articles after I watched it, okay. and in the articles it says uh, spoilers ahead. Mm. So spoiler alert! Spoiler, spoiler alert! The spoiler S movie. Alert, us. We're about to talk about us. This is not a traditional us movie. Are going to talk about us? Okay. So if you've seen it, here we go. Watch, listen. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, just pause it, man. Come back and fast forward until we're doing one. Got to go. Okay. okay. All right. So. This was a very highly anticipated movie coming on the heels of Jordan Peele's highly successful Get Out. Yeah. Um, he comes with us, psychological thriller. Um, and I'll let you take it away, Kev. What do you, do you Here's like? the thing. First of all, I you don't even like scary movies. I you jumped do in the audience a couple not times. Like right. scary. He don't movies. like that. I didn't want to watch Get Out, but Get Out wasn't a Get Out was more suspense. Right. Suspense plus gore. Right. Than like horror. This was He yeah. said Get Out was a documentary. Us is a horror film. I haven't watched a horror film in a while. I think Saw might have been one of the Saws was the last one, which is Really? Yeah, I don't like scary movies. I don't like jump scares. I don't like I definitely don't do those. Now if this was like a demon thing, I'd have mm-hmm. been like, nah. You can't even do demons no, at all? I don't play with demons. Are you really afraid of demons? I don't. Am I afraid of demons? Yeah. I know they're real. Like So, like, you, like, afraid, like, if you watch it, like, they'll come and get you? No, not like Where's that. Where's the fear? It's just, like, what your dreams will be? I, I don't like them. It's more... It doesn't it, do anything for you. It, you don't it, like the way it makes you feel? Yes. Okay. I don't like the way it makes right. me feel. You also don't like the way the gym makes you feel, which is why you don't go there as much. And while I beat you for this... You can't beat me. Okay, so back to this thing. So, you so don't like scary movies. I don't movies. like scary movies, but yeah. I support Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. I love Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita? Uh, is it me? Or Lupita is fine. Very beautiful. I Jesus. said that. Lupita's fine. She, and also, her fashion sense is out of this world. She's, She's very, very much prettier. Yes. And her talent out of this world. Oh, yeah. Personality. She seems to be having a ball. Every, I want her to come to play uh, Spades at my house. Yeah. Just say, hey, pull up cool. to the barbecue. She's Absolutely. definitely invited to game night. Absolutely. So we watch it in New Orleans after a red eye. Yeah, so we that's, can't get yes. into our hotel. Yeah, so we, we were also retired. Yeah. Can't get into our hotel still. Uh-huh. Doughboy's like, we might as well go to the movies. I mean, like, 
It's better. We got nothing else to do. It's better than walking around aimlessly, right. and we want to see it. So right. we pull up. Uh-huh. It's scary in the sense of I don't like it, but not like <gasps> I'm scary. Right, right. But more, it, it was more like a, a scary film that made you think than like uh, Jason just chasing you, right? Type of thing. This, this is this is where I'll come out on it. Did think it was a good movie, um, but I'll be honest, I was a little confused. Yeah, I understand You're everything. Not a thinker. Yeah, I, but it's just. Sometimes I just want you to just tell me what it is. I can't decode everything. So when you watch the movie, it's basically about they're basically being clones of everybody. Um, and then they all revolt on this magical day to come back because <laughs> of whatever reason. Um, I do feel like there was a lot of questions left unanswered. Um, what was left unanswered? How were they making these people? They how do you just make that. a whole person? Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think for you in this mm-hmm. movie. You're getting hung up on the, the parts that don't really matter. Like, she blatantly said there was a government cloning program. And that's why they kept showing all the rabbits. That, yes. Right. Government cloning program, they were trying to control people, mm-hmm. but they couldn't figure out how to connect the souls, so they abandoned it. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really care, like, what's the how science okay. of, like, mm-hmm. put the body... Like, does, that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. Like, what matters is, here's how they got there. Mm-hmm. They're, the tunnels they tell you at the very beginning, mm-hmm. the government... I mean, it's enough exposition to they get did. to the point. Because and maybe that was because I was tired that I just... And you fell asleep people. a couple times, I didn't did. it? I did. But you... I mean, and she literally said that, like, there's a government Like brass tax, right? Yes, like straight up into the camera. And but I guess had, what I just didn't understand about it was, how, for one, how did they know she was going to be in town the day she was there? Again. How did, it's just... What does it matter? Like, you're right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm does, being... Yeah, does a movie need to take... 40 more minutes explaining every little detail so they say here's how she mapped it out like does it really matter mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things like no. who cares she's been planning it for a long time right. they timed it they figured it out like I get it those are right. absolute pl- plot holes but my thing here's what I, a plot hole to me is when I, I'll give you a perfect example mm-hmm. uh, Hancock your, yes. oh. your point about Hancock here's a plot hole they say well, I don't remember what they were angels whatever good. yeah their powers don't work when they're close to each other. True. The movie says that. Mm-hmm. Then when they get close to each other, somehow Will's work. power still worked. Right. Within your world of the movie... That doesn't make sense. That doesn't even that's make sense. Within, that's a plot hole. Melissa was like, that. Like whatever the, Melissa's thing is, whatever the magic of the movie is, be consistent with that magic. Right. So what he didn't do is go in depth in something, but that wasn't what the movie was about. It wasn't about the government program. It was right. about... In, in my mind, it was a, a bigger thing about, like, and I I can't take credit for thinking of all these, because I had some of these thoughts, and I read a lot about it, and kind of was like, oh, yes, that is what I'm thinking. Bless you. Bless you. But he was, it was more of uh, a play you want me of, huh? You want me Bless you. Um, more play on, like, nature versus nurture. Right. Like, a commentary about those who are given the opportunity versus those who have to take it. Right. Like Lupita basically was representative of people who have privilege and opportunity and the the uh. the tether people were more representation of people who have no opportunity. And what, what when you, you break it to, down like that, did you read that somewhere, or you just put this together? That, those are some of my thoughts. Were like, right. man, this is more about like like what what does it say about us? Because there's another thought I had too. Like how quickly this is a regular family uh-huh. of four. How quickly they just go to kill it. Like right. when it comes from I gotta protect me and mine, like it was so normal to the point where I, you know, like 
Well, when they're in the, they're in the car, they're like, man. Sure, I got three I, kills. Yeah. yeah. And at that point. Like, that was and, clever writing, too. Yes. Very think clever. about that. Like, when it comes to us versus them, like, how quickly you got to do whatever you got to do as long as I'm survival, keeping you survival, survival yeah, stuff. Uh -huh. But now take that into America. Like, when you feel like a class beneath you uh -huh. is trying to rise up with slavery. Uh -huh. um, oh, oh, no, y'all can't have that. Because right. you come starting to take the stuff from me, then what will I have? Right. Well, now you have the Civil War because I want to protect what I have and my way of life. Same thing with Mexican people. They came, they took our jobs. What are you really saying? Did you really want to go out and pick strawberries by yourself? No, absolutely not. Right. Here's another thing. You push these people down for long enough. And they're going to revolt. Same thing happened in Batman uh, The Dark Knight. Uh -huh. the, the, the poor people were like, nah, we off that. Right. So I think that's why he didn't spend much time talking about that stuff because the point was, what does it say about us as but people in our legacy and and also as much as he connected every dot on get get out, he this movie I think his point was to start a conversation, not to answer every question. And some movies are not designed to answer every question; they're designed for you to leave right. and then start talking about them after and be like, "Man, what does this say about? What do you think he did? What do you?" Because remember, as soon as we left, we were we were talking about it to perfect strangers. Bro, we do. And he had a totally different idea than what we had. But see, I, I guess this is the thing that kind of threw me off about it, right? Was I guess I just didn't see the motivation of what they were trying to do. Okay, the family comes up, you confront this family. Do you want to kill them and take over their life? I didn't understand You're that. You're talking part. about the red people. Right. So when she the first four came, when they she first. She said, here's our thing it's our time in the sun. So it's now it's our time to be up and you down. Yes. Now, mind you, yes. So they we're, just. Not even you down, you dead. Like, okay. now, mind you, remember. The girl who leads the revolution mm -hmm. is the one who started out on top. Exactly. That so was that. And you, and you figured that out. The same dude. I figured the that, same dude I that never, didn't know that Bruce Willis was a ghost in the Sixth Sense. I figured out. I said, "Man, that I girl, looked at you like because oh. I was like, she didn't learn to that." And that was another thing that you can think about, right? Mm -hmm. When she came back and it was a little black girl, she all of a sudden didn't talk anymore. They're like, "Let, mm -hmm. let her learn to express herself through dance and blah blah blah." So she's learning to talk, right. and it's a comment on nature versus nurture, like. What happens when you, like, the soulless people, were they soulless because they were soulless? Or were they soulless because you stuck them down there and never gave them opportunity to because do it? Because the one that ended up at the end ended because and Was the one who couldn't talk. Because she learned how to dance and express herself, and now she doesn't remember that. But then when you think about it, though, she ended up losing in the end. She did. And, and she got killed. <laughs> right, right. But is that a question of her ability? Like, her revolution still won, so right. sometimes our ideas outlive us. Or sometimes people will work harder to protect themselves and what mm. they have. Wow. And they'll kill you because I got to protect what I have. And, and also at no cost. Wow. That's a definitely different way. And I think that's what he was going for as opposed to let me connect. You know, what, you know what I did love about this movie? We, and this has always been like a running joke for like horror movies. Mm. Black person dies in the first five minutes. The white people are always the smart, crafty individuals yeah. that get out of it. This was just... Whew. A right black people. family figuring it out, and the white and I love were that. trash when it came to fighting back. I, I love mean, that. They took them the, the ten white seconds. I think that that was yeah. a purposeful. That's why I'm starting to really become a fan of Jordan. Is his his pen is crazy? Yeah, I'm like, you did this. Like, I see what you did. You you body slammed the stereotype. Mm -hmm. This is a black family getting it, figuring it out. Yes, we were never really seeing that. They all in make that. it out. They a all lot. make it out. The white people didn't. They, they was getting murked left. It was nothing but white people just laying on the street. I think only Lupita. Lupita bodied that role. Listen, that voice alone that she did, man. Woo! That might have been the scariest thing in the movie. You was looking. You sat Her, up in your seat when she started talking. And they said she really like. There's a 
it was called spasmodic. There's a, a condition that if you don't speak for a long time, that's what will happen to your voice. And remember, none of the tether people spoke. Right. So she talked to them with like hand signals and like, right. like. So when she was like, "You gotta go to," did she ever stop talking for that? No, no, no. I think she just like did that. But that's a real condition. Uh, I don't know why I have this ice thing from the hotel. But when you, uh, first of all, her acting was so good. Oh my god! In that movie. Oh my god! You, I could believe that was two separate actresses. I, I, I didn't even realize it wasn't. Until like I was like, oh, that's it was like halfway through the movie. I was like, oh, that's Lupita too. I, it took me a second. You didn't know. I didn't know right off the rip. She she's got the same face, but her hair looked different, and she looked different. But if you had and a she wig talked on, different. if you had a wig on and you were like, they were talking to each other. I know they do tricks with cameras, but I just what I'm just trying to do is compliment her and say I didn't know fully because the, was the boy the same boy too? They were all the same. What happened to his face? They put makeup on it. But what was supposed to have happened? He got burning fire because fire was his thing. And the, the, the dad didn't look like... The... He was exactly like M'Baku with a beard. That was literally the whole thing of the movie. Was they all... You, everything in the poster, they're all the same. Shut up. I don't be knowing. Dang, I was just that's, trying to get... But that's literally the whole thing. But I was just saying they were such that, good actors, it took me out of, oh, this is the same person. Oh, that's a different thing. Yeah, no, they I were just know. so good. Yeah, I was just... They there were, were some times when Lupita was acting so well, I was just like... I was just like... It felt like two different people. It was like Hamilton all over again for me. So I was like, she's just so good at that. I don't know if I'll ever be... But I, I got to stop doing that because I'm as good as at my stuff as she's at her stuff. Yeah, you know. So anyway, if you haven't Overall, seen it, it was well, a good I guess movie. you're not watching this part if you haven't seen it. So, um, would you watch it again though? No, because you're scared. Actually, no, I would. For Lupita's performance, and also Jordan Peele's movies, there's so much more you notice the second time around than the first time. You know what I love about him as well? I my you think introduction. About banana peels. Shut up. I had. Um, you could tell the sun's moving from yeah from when we shot. I I was introduced to him on the Kim Peele show, and just as a comedian. And just to know this is only his second, like, suspense horror film Ooh. and he's getting talked about the way he is. You know what's uh, Bro, interesting to think about? He said, he said he was scared to do this movie. Because of the success of Get Out, mm -hmm. he was like, oh, people are going to say I can't do it again. You know, is this better than Get Out? And, and he said he was, like, crippled by fear because of that, right? He said he talked to Jay-Z and Jay-Z was like, it doesn't matter if you can do it again or not. You did it already. You already did everything you did for Get Out. Now, what he said he was doing the next time, he said, I just want to, same thing I did with Get Out, I want to tell a story that I had not seen before in a way that I want to tell it. And in that way, I was like, that is so good. Because as comedians, man, I ain't going to hold you. When I have to come do this second hour, I was like, man, I don't know if people are going to. I remember like you it. talking before you went. You was like, duh. And the next you. thing I do, what if it, what if it, and the next thing, in the next movie, like imagine the movie we work on is just like Friday. Huh? Like it's a hood classic. It's an internet sensation. It's, blows us up beyond our wildest dream. You know how crippling it would be for you as a writer to be like, all right, now what's next? You know you know what a perfect you know what a perfect example of that is? What? Eddie after Ron Delirious. Yes. Was that good? He it's been thirty years, he hasn't even He ain't even came back to that. He ain't even Coming to with America. It. How do you make another comedy after that? And then you make life. As an artist, I know singers have that Ooh. same thing like Yeah. You can't never make your debut album over again. No. And can we just say shout out to Jay Z for being so great? He gave him that advice? He gave him that advice? He bailed Meek Mill out of jail? Mm -hmm. He paid 21 Savages lawyer fees? Mm -hmm. I love the man. <laughs> All right, so let's go to one guy. One guy. Right. We got go. two of these today? Yeah, we got two. Now, mind you, 
This is gonna be edited out. <laughs> this no. is gonna be. Oh, this is gonna stay in the episode. No. So the the one guy that goes from the bonus episode, we were releasing those. We're not gonna release those. No we're not. Okay. So the bonus we'll episode is here. so so. There's some one guy that goes that you just won't see unless you get the bonus episode. But just remember, if you don't have the money, it's don't cool. feel bad. We'll always give you your free episode on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But if you got a little more for a little more, you're gonna get a. You're gonna, if you got a little more, you're gonna get a lot more. And here's the thing, though. That's crazy about our Patreon. Mm -hmm. We top out at twenty five dollars. Yeah. People have been getting more per Somebody month. Somebody gave a sixty dollar per month. Per month, just they because believe. they support. So it's really sixty bucks. Right. If you want all the bonus episodes for a like year. this, really, what you got to look at it like like this? It's less than half of what Netflix costs a month. Yeah, less than half. Yeah. And I have Netflix, and for as much as I love Netflix, I don't watch. I wouldn't even think of it like that. That much of Netflix. It's a, I don't. It's a dollar per hour. Yeah. Per podcast. $1.25 a week. But it makes our life different. So, there we go. One gotta go food types. Mexican food. Or one gotta go. Is it food types? Food types. Food genres. Types of food. One gotta go. Okay. Mexican food, Italian food, Chinese food, soul food. First off the board for me, this might be a surprise to you. But people who know me know that uh, I am a quarter Spanish. So I got to represent La Raza. Mexican food, baby. I love nachos. First off the board? First off the board. Because, Before soul food? Because think about it like this. I don't know how to make a lot of soul food. You make next? Oh, you be making tacos. I make tacos. Yeah. You say, well, you know what? I babysit the boys. You we make tacos. I make nachos. Yeah. I make burritos. Yes. I love quesadillas. <laughs> I love sauce. I love sauce. Um, so... <laughs> And I just like how Mexican food makes me feel on the inside of my you body. You like how all food makes you feel. I know, but I like that on even better. So Mexican food is first for you? First off the board. Who's first for you, player? Soul food. Really? Come and get your soul food. Well, well. Listen. What's your favorite soul food meal? Give me that. Give me, what does that meal look like? Well, how many sides I get? Two sides. How many meats? Two meats. Let me get one, one meat, three sides. There you go. Here, here. It's more about the size for me. Gotcha. Fried chicken. Fried chicken over over catfish? Over anything. Over smothered pork chops. Fried chicken is the quintessential staple to soul food. And what's your number one side? Is it mac? Macaroni and cheese. That's over why greens? I take it so personally. Over greens? Over greens. Okay. When you go to when I go to a soul food restaurant out mm -hmm. of town, I judge them off of their fried chicken first, which a lot of people can fry chicken. Mm -hmm. But whether you make good soul food, macaroni. Mac and cheese, that's that's the quintessential. Macaroni and cheese generally tells me. Whether your other stuff is good, and sometimes, and I feel like it's the hardest to get right, especially in in like a lot of quantities. Okay. So my my supreme soul food meal is fried chicken, uh, macaroni and cheese, greens, yams, yams, over sweet potatoes. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, greens is next, but greens a lot of people mess greens up. They do a lot of, and that's probably second. A lot first. of soul food restaurants don't make good greens. That's my thing. The, Roscoe's people, greens. Is, ugh. Ugh. I think maybe after like a, and I don't know because I don't cook greens, but maybe after a pot, it gets hard to make in bulk. I think that greens is hard to make in bulk. Because if, you're, if your grandma's making it, your auntie, them greens be flames. Right. At restaurants, they're just, you, they're so like soul They food. taste different. They don't have so, like, they're, they're harder. Yes. There's very few soul food restaurants, especially in LA. LA is notoriously Doolins? trash for soul food. How do you feel about Doolin's? <laughs> never go out of my way there's mother parts that's part of it yeah. and it's so far away from where I live I'm never yeah. going out of my way and to it's go always out. crowded 
It's always grounded. In I don't the have room. an hour like that. Okay. But so many soul food restaurants are are hard to put them all together in L.A. In mm-hmm. other cities in the South, oh my gosh, they can put them together. So my thing with fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, yams, greens. Okay. So my number two to come off the board would be soul food, and my number one soul food play would be catfish, greens, mm-hmm. macaroni. And then baked beans. Is that soul food? No, I mean, for barbecues. I like bread pudding, too. I love bread pudding. I was going to ask you dessert. <laughs> if I peace had a dessert, co- I would throw peach I like peach cobbler, but I don't like warm fruit, so I just eat the crust. Some, 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 the best peach cobbler is, to me, your best peach cobbler can be eaten without peaches. Yeah. Just the peach flavor, like actually, like Like that chunk. peach cobbler cookie the other week? Man, I love it so good. Okay, so what's your, what's your second one coming off the board? Okay, Mexican food. Growing up in El Paso, Texas... And people don't believe me when I tell them this, but it's, it's the truth. 90% of the food at our school was Mexican food. Taquitos one day, tacos the next day, flautas one day, nachos, flautas. tamales. Like, it was 99, 95% a, Hispanic kids. That should show you how good Mexican food is because on any corner in L.A., you can see a taco truck. Yeah. You can see people just selling tamales in front of Walmart. Yes. There's no other nationality of food. You don't, see, you don't see people just selling broccoli beef outside of... Target, <laughs> like it's just tacos. Like, and we trust that this will yeah, be fine. Any, any. I remember when I first moved to LA. I ain't gonna hold. Alote, alotes, flames, bro. The pepper that they put on the fruit, tahini. So here's the thing that's funny. I remember when I was coming out and taking Zay Zay and Jojo to school, or Zay Zay when we first moved out of here, and a lady pulled up. I saw a line. I'm like, oh, she's selling food. Like, I wonder what it is. Like, cookies, mm-hmm. breakfast, maybe donuts. Bro, 7.30 in the morning, oh, straight tamales out of the tamales? trunk of her car like mixtapes. Fire. Is that that new Jay-Z? No, it's a new uh, chicken <laughs> tamale. So Mexican food's next off the board for me. Okay, so, so now, now it's down Italian food and Chinese food. For both of us? Yes. Okay. Um, look, I love, I am on record for saying Chinese people fry chicken better than black people sometimes. I will. I won't say that they fried chicken better than black people, bro. But it be but it, it's debatable at least, especially in DC, bro. So and the way they do their ribs, I love how they do their ribs. Short ribs. Um, broccoli beef is my favorite. You really love broccoli oh, beef, man. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be beating you in this weight loss competition, so I'll be focusing like on a lot of, you know, lean meats and, and vegetables. So I'll be eating a lot of broccoli beef. I used to take shots of broccoli beef au jus. When it was steaming hot. is really high in sodium, though. So I, you shouldn't consume much of it. No, I still like it, though. But um, I do like... Uh, it, it'd be tough to say to buy the pizza. Um, I, I love um, Pizzoni's. No, not Pizzoni's. What's it called? Calzone. Calzone's. Oh, Calzone's a fire. Um, but as I get older, a lot of bready foods mm. gives me heartburn. That red so, sauce. To hear, to hear who be talking about that. So... As much as I love Italian food, and plus Italian food makes me feel heavy. I know I'm a you fat dude. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But, but I don't always feel heavy. Italian food makes you feel like yes. heavy. You be like, oh, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, how it feels. So Italian food, the way it makes me feel. And I can't go a day without chow mein, fried rice, bok choy, chicken wrap foil, wonton soup, war one. Foil wrapped chicken, I mean. Also, what? <laughs> what? Foil wrapped chicken. You never no, foil wrapped chicken? I, I, I've never had that, but that makes more sense than eating chicken wrapped foil. You never foil. had foil wrapped chicken? What is that? Chicken that's wrapped in foil. What do you mean? Just one piece of chicken wrapped yeah, in foil? Yeah, like it has like juices secreted in there. 
I'm gonna buy you. Some. Is it like baking a whole bunch of chicken with a foil? No, it's top? like a little small piece of chicken. They put it in a little triangle piece Who of makes foil. That? Chinese people? Yes, it's Chinese food everywhere. Egg rolls. You don't know about? I know about egg rolls. You don't know about chicken and foil? No. I'm gonna learn you about chicken and foil. So it would be Italian off the board for me. What say you, sir? Well, I've been to Italy. Oh, you weird flex, but okay. I don't know if you've been. I have not. Uh, I had bruschetta in Rome. Oh. The Roman do they eat wine? Do they drink wine with all their yes. meals? But you like just take a dough. Let me tell you a funny story about mm -hmm. Rome. Me and Melissa don't drink heavy. We didn't mm -hmm. start drinking until we moved to LA. Mm -hmm. Singing sand. Mm -hmm. uh, we still don't drink heavy, but we drink wine. Melissa, yeah, I came over the house one day. I had a whole little bottle of like, hey, dough. No. I was like, oh man, that's a tough day. <laughs> Melissa's a Moscato person. Mm -hmm. Dessert wine, sweet wine. I think it's because we didn't drink a lot. Like right. the first thing, we, almost all alcohol is disgusting. Do you ever get drunk? No. So the funny thing is, um, the first one, first alcohol that we liked, we went to uh, Napa and we tasted a Robert Mondavi dessert Moscato, mm -hmm. and it was good. Right, so Melissa loves sweet wine, so I drink sweet wine with her, or whatever. Right, mm -hmm. and we hadn't found a red wine we liked. Went to Italy, and we were at in Rome. This first night, go to this nice dinner place. Like, hey, would you guys like some wine? First of all, it's not even suggested. It's like, would you like to sit down? Oh, here's like, hey, wine. here's your <laughs> prosecco off the. Rim. But they don't be drinking it to get drunk. They just drink no. it for the taste to no. enhance the flavor of the food. Yes, okay. and it's more cultural than anything. It's okay. like kids can drink wine over there, like twelve, 12 right? Years old, okay. Yeah. So Melissa's like, you guys have any Moscato? And the lady's like, peasant. We won't. We, she was sweet. Almost wine. offended, right? N almost. Very offended. I will not serve that to you. I think yes, somebody had a steakhouse one time by asking for some A1. Yeah. Apparently that's rude. We did that okay. a couple of shows ago. We were yeah. like, wow. Y'all looked at me like? Yes. Sorry. Never been nowhere? You didn't even taste it. You want to slather it with Heinz? Have you been nowhere? A1 is fire. But anyway, finish your story. It is. <laughs> so anyway, uh, in Italy, the food is so good. Mm -hmm. And in America, the food is so good. Feel how you feel, Italian people. American people make pizza better than they do in Italy. Really? Yeah. Italy, I bet you, I Italian bet you, pizza's not as... I bet you a dude named Sal will slap the fire out you. Well, here's the it. thing. I'm going to tell you what it is. And I, this is because I grew up in America. Okay. In Italy, it's not as saucy. And it's not like meat, cheese, bacon, cheese, meat, meat, cheese. You know what? I think that we do be corrupting people's things. Because I heard that tacos ain't really like how what we do. Or that we like remix tacos. New Mexican street tacos that we get in LA are not, nowhere near what Taco Bell tacos are. Right. With all so the sour base, cream yeah. and lettuce and cheese. Yeah, like, yeah, they don't yeah, even yeah. do all that. Street tacos, meat, tortilla. Tortilla, fresh tortilla, meat, onion, cilantro. Right. That's pretty much all they... Right, but if you yeah. talk to a real authentic Mexican person, you'd be like, hey, man, what do you think about Mexican pizza? They want to fire on Yeah, you. right. <laughs> so I said all that to say goodbye Chinese food. You're saying bye... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. You're saying bye to war wonton soup? I don't care about that. Let me tell you another thing about Chinese food. You don't like war wonton soup? I like it. I can live without it. I Chow like Chinese man. food. Love it. Rice. Here's the thing, here's the thing about Chinese food. Broccoli beef. I like it. Heavy in sodium, salty McGee. Also, also, you'll be hungry by the time you start your car. This and that's true. just like, bruh. But with, with Italian food, you'll be full till the next Thursday. I would rather. I'd rather be full till next Thursday than hungry five minutes after I have. You eat Panda Express? Mall Chinese food? I've stopped. I've stopped on the way home from getting Panda Express to get more food because I knew it wouldn't be enough. 
Let me stop at McDonald's. You got Panda Express. This is not good. So if I could only eat pizza, lasagna, chicken marsala, fettuccine, bread, uh, garlic bread, bruschetta. I could go. I and I also don't need nearly as much. When we when we don't feel like cooking, there's a, a Maria's Italian kitchen near our house. You mean those lasagnas? Boys love it. Also, and you kid. can feed big quantities with that. I made spaghetti for the boys the other day. We didn't love have enough it. sauce. It came out a little tragic. Love it. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna make an executive decision here. What? You weren't even thinking about this because we were gonna do one more. One gotta go. We're at an hour fifteen minutes. We are in <laughs> Alabama. We have a show to get ready for. It's 4.50. We got to be at the venue at 6. Is it 4.50? Yes. So we're going to not talk about it anymore. We'll save the last one got to go for the next episode. Thank you all for tuning in to another installment of Righteous and Ratchet. Uh, please share the video. Like the video. If you're going to rate us, give us five stars or we'll come looking for you. I have man, been Dope Boy. Pull up. Kev on stage. God bless you. Let's go get to work, man. We'll see you. Peace. Dang, I ain't even-